You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now in the Sapphire Planet. Mammals are any vertebrates within the class Mammalia, a clade of endothermic amniotes distinguished from reptiles including birds, by the possession of a neocortex, which is a region of the brain, hair, three middle ear bones, and mammary glands. Females of all mammal species nurse their young with milk, secreted from the mammary glands. Arboreal mammals frequently have elongated limbs that help them cross gaps, reach fruit or other resources, and test the firmness of a support ahead and in some cases to brachiate or swing between trees. Many arboreal species such as tree porcupines silky anteaters, spider monkeys, and possums use prehensile tails to grasp branches. In the spider monkey, the tip of the tail has either a bare patch or an adhesive pad, which provides increased friction. Claws can be used to interact with rough substrates and reorient the direction of the forces the animal applies. This is what allows squirrels to climb tree trunks that are so large to be essentially flat from the perspective of such a small animal. However, claws can interfere with the animal's ability to grasp very small branches, as they may wrap too far around and prick the animal's own paw. Frictional gripping is used by primates 
relying upon hairless fingertips. Squeezing the branch between the fingertips generates frictional force that holds the animal's hand to the branch. However, this type of grip depends upon the angle of the frictional force, thus upon the diameter of the branch, with larger branches resulting in reduced gripping ability. To control descent, especially down large diameter branches, some arboreal animals, such as squirrels, have evolved highly mobile ankle joints that permit rotating the foot into a reversed posture. This allows the claws to hook onto and into the rough surface of the bark, opposing the force of gravity. Small size provides many advantages to the arboreal species such as increasing the relative size of branches to the animal, lower center of mass, increased stability, lower mass, allowing movement on smaller branches, and the ability to move through more cluttered habitat. Size, relating to weight, affects gliding animals such as the sugar glider, some species of primate, bat, and all species of sloth achieve passive stability by hanging beneath the branch. Both pitching and tipping becomes irrelevant as the only method of failure would be to lose their grip. Bats are the only mammals that can truly fly. They fly through the air at a constant speed by moving their wings up and down, usually with some fore-aft movement as well. Because the animal is in motion, there is some airflow relative to its body, which combined with the velocity of the wings generates a faster airflow moving over the wing. This generates a lift force vector pointing forwards and upwards and a drag force vector pointing rearwards and upwards. The upwards components of these counteract gravity, keeping the body in the air, while the forward component provides thrust to counteract both the drag from the wing and from the body as a whole. The wings of bats are much thinner and consist of more bones than that of birds, allowing bats to maneuver more accurately and fly with more lift and less drag. By folding the wings inwards towards their body on the upstroke, they use 35% less energy during flights than birds. The membranes are delicate, ripping easily. However, the tissue of the bat's membrane is able to regrow, such that small tears can be healed quickly. The surface of their wing is equipped with touch-sensitive receptors, 
on small bumps called Merkel cells, also found on human fingertips. These sensitive areas are different in bats, and each bump has a tiny hair in the center, making it even more sensitive and allowing the bat to detect and collect information about the air flowing over its wings and fly more efficiently by changing the shape of its wings in response. Fossorial creatures live in subterranean environments. Many fossorial mammals were classified under the now obsolete order Insectivora, such as shrews, hedgehogs, and moles. Fossorial mammals have a physiform body, thickest at its shoulders and tapering off at the tail and nose. Unable to see in the dark burrows, most have degenerated eyes, but degeneration varies between species. Pocket gophers, for example, are only semi-fossorial and have very small yet functional eyes. In the fully fossorial mesupial mole, the eyes are degenerated and useless. Talpa moles have vestigial eyes and the Cape Golden Mole has a layer of skin covering the eyes. External ear flaps are also very small or absent. Truly fossorial mammals have short, stout legs, as strength is more important than speed in burrowing mammals, but semi-fossorial mammals have cursorial legs. The front paws are broad and have strong claws to help in loosening dirt while excavating burrows, and the back paws have wetting, webbing, as well as claws, which aids in the throwing loosened dirt backwards. Most have large incisors to prevent dirt from flying into their mouth. Many mammals communicate by vocalizing Vocal communication serves many purposes, including mating rituals or warning calls to indicate food sources and for other social purposes. Males often call during mating rituals to ward off other males and to attract females as in the roaring of lions and red deer. The songs of the humpback whale may be signals to females. They have different dialects in different regions of the ocean. Social vocalization include the territorial calls of gibbons and the use of frequency in the greater spear nose bats to distinguish between groups. The vervet monkey gives a distinct alarm call for each of at least four different predators and the reactions of other monkeys vary according to the call. For example, if an alarm call signals a python, the monkeys climb into the trees, whereas 
the eagle alarm causes the monkeys to seek a hiding place on the ground. Prairie dogs similarly have complex calls that signal the type, size, and speed of an approaching predator. Elephants communicate socially with a variety of sounds, including snorting, screaming, trumpeting, roaring, and rumbling. Some of the rumbling calls are infrasonic, below the hearing range of humans, and can be heard by other elephants up to six miles away at still times near sunrise and sunset. Mammals signal by a variety of means. Many give visual anti-predator signals as when deer and gazelle start, honestly indicating their fit condition and their ability to escape. Or when white-tailed deer and other prey animals flag with conspicuous tail markings when alarmed, informing the predator that has been detected. Many mammals make use of scent marking, sometimes possibly to help defend territory, but probably with a range of functions both within and between species. Microbats and toothed whales, including oceanic dolphins, vocalize both socially and in echolocation. To maintain a high constant body temperature is energy expensive. Mammals, therefore, need a nutritious and plentiful diet. While the earliest mammals were probably predators, different species have since adapted to meet their dietary requirements in a variety of ways. Some eat other animals. This is a carnivorous diet and includes insectivorous diets also. Other mammals, called herbivores, eat plants which contain complex carbohydrates, such as cellulose. An herbivorous diet includes subtypes such as grainvery, which is seed-eating, folivery, which is leaf-eating, frugivery, which is fruit-eating, nectarivery, which is nectar-eating, gummy ivory, which is gum eating, and macrophagy, which is fungus eating. The digestive tract of a herbivore is a host to bacteria that ferment these complex substances and make them available for digestion, which are either housed in the multi-chambered stomach or in a large sesum. Some mammals are cropophagous, consuming feces to absorb the nutrients not digested when the food was first ingested. An omnivore eats both prey and plants. Carnivorous mammals have a simple digestive tract 
because the proteins, lipids, and minerals found in meat require little in the way of specialized digestion. Exceptions to this include baleen whales who also house gut flora in a multi-chambered stomach like terrestrial herbivores. The size of an animal is also a factor in determining diet's type. Since small mammals have a high ratio of heat-losing surface area to heat-generating volume, they tend to have high energy requirements and a high metabolic rate. Mammals that weigh less than about 18 ounces are mostly insectivorous because they cannot tolerate the slow, complex digestive process of a herbivore. Larger mammals, on the other hand, generate more heat and less of this heat is lost. They can therefore tolerate either a slower collective process, those that prey on larger vertebrates, or slower digestive process, herbivores. Furthermore, mammals that weigh more than 18 ounces usually cannot collect enough insects during the waking hours to sustain themselves. The only large insectivorous mammals are those that feed on huge colonies of insects, such as ants or termites, as their food source. Some mammals are omnivores and display varying degrees of carnivory and herbivory, generally leaning in favor of one or more than the other. Since plants and meat are digested differently, there is a preference for one over the other, as in bears where some species may mostly carnivorous, the others mostly herbivorous. They are grouped into three categories. Mesocarnivory, which eats 50 to 70% meat. Hypercarnivory, which eats 70% and greater meat. And hypocarnivory, which eats 50% or less of meat. The definition, the detention of hybrocarbis consists of dull, triangular, carnassial teeth meant for grinding food. Hypercarnivores, however, have conical teeth and sharp carnassial meant for slashing, and in some cases, strong jaws for bone crushing, as in the case of hyenas, allowing them to consume bones. Some extinct groups, notably the Macerodontine, had saber-shaped canines. Some physiological carnivores consume plant matter and some physiological herbivores consume meat. From a behavioral aspect, this would make them omnivores, but from the physiological standpoint, this may be due to zoopharmogoscony. Physiological animals 
must be able to obtain both energy and nutrients from plant and animal materials to be considered omnivores. Thus, such animals are still able to be classified as carnivores and herbivores when they are just obtaining nutrients from materials originating from sources that do not seemingly complement their classification. For example, it is well documented that some ungulates, such as giraffes, camels, and cattle, will gnaw on bones to consume particular minerals and nutrients. Also, cats, which are generally regarded as obligate carnivores, occasionally eat grass to regurgitate indigestible material, such as hairballs, aid with hemoglobin production, and as a laxative. Many mammals, in the absence of sufficient food requirements in an environment, suppress their metabolism and conserve energy in a process known as hibernation. In the period preceding hibernation, larger mammals such as bears become polyphagic to increase fat stores, whereas smaller mammals prefer to collect and stash food. The slowing of the metabolism is accompanied by a decreased heart and respiratory rate, as well as a drop in internal temperatures, which can be around ambient temperature in some cases. For example, the internal temperatures of hibernating Arctic ground squirrels can drop to 26 degrees Fahrenheit. However, the head and neck always stay above 32 degrees Fahrenheit. A few mammals in hot environments estivate in times of drought or extreme heat, namely the fat-tailed dwarf lemur. Now we move on to intelligence. In intelligent mammals such as primates, the cerebrum is larger relative to the rest of the brain. Intelligence itself is not easy to define, but indications of intelligence include the ability to learn, matched with behavioral flexibility. Rats, for example, are considered to be highly intelligent as they can learn and perform new tasks, an ability that may be important when they first colonize a fresh habitat. In some mammals, food gathering appears to be related to intelligence. A deer feeding on plants has a brain smaller than a cat, which must think to outwit its prey. Tool use by animals may indicate different levels of learning and cognition. The sea otter uses rocks as essential and regular parts of its foraging behavior, smashing abalone from rocks or breaking open shells, with some populations spending 21% of their time making tools. 
other tool use, such as chimpanzees, using twigs to fish for termites may be developed by watching others use tools and may even be a true example of animal teaching. Tools may even be used in solving puzzles in which the animal appears to experience a eureka moment. Other mammals that do not use tools such as dogs can also experience a eureka moment. Brain size was previously considered a major indicator of intelligence of an animal, since most of the brain is used for maintaining bodily functions. Greater ratios of brain to body mass may increase the amount of brain mass available for more complex cognitive tasks. Alleometric analysis indicates that mammalian brain size scales at approximately the two-third or three-quarter exponent of the body mass. Comparison of a particular animal's brain size with the expected brain size based on such alleometric analysis provides an encephalization quotient that can be used as another indication of animal intelligence. Sperm whales have the largest brain mass of any animal on Earth, averaging 8,000 cubic centimeters or 490 cubic inches, and 8 kilograms or 17 pounds in weight in mature males. Self-awareness appears to be a sign of abstract thinking. Self-awareness, although not well-defined, is believed to be a precursor to more advanced processes such as metacognitive reasoning. The traditional method for measuring this is the mirror test, which determines if an animal possesses the ability of self-recognition. Mammals that have passed the mirror test include the Asian elephant. Some pass, some do not. Others that have passed the mirror test include chimpanzees, bonobos, orangutans, humans that are 18 months and older, bottlenose dolphins, killer whales, and false killer whales. EU sociality is the highest level of social organization. These societies have an overlap of adult generations. The division of reproductive labor and cooperation caring of young. Usually insects such as bees, ants, and termites have eusocial behavior, but it is demonstrated in two rodent species, the naked mole rat and the Dharmaland mole rat. 
pre-sociality is when animals exhibit more than just sexual interactions with members of the same species, but fall short of qualifying as eusocial. That is, pre-social animals can display communal living, cooperative care of young, or primitive division of reproductive labor, but they do not display all of the three essential traits of eusocial animals. Humans and some species of Calatricidae, which are the marmosets and the termins, are unique among primates in their degree of cooperative care of young. A experiment was set up with rhesus monkeys, pre-social primates. In 1958, the results from this study showed that social encounters are necessary in order for the young monkeys to develop both mentally and sexually. A fission fusion society is a society that changes frequently in its size and composition, making up a permanent social group called the parent group. Permanent social networks consist of all individual members of a community and often varies to track changes in the environment. In a fission fusion society, the main parent group can fracture fission into smaller stable subgroups or individuals to adapt to environmental or social circumstances. For example, a number of males may break off from the main group in order to hunt or forage for food during the day, but at night they may return to join or fusion the primary group to share food and partake in other activities. Many mammals exhibit this, such as primates, for example, orangutans and spider monkeys, elephants, spotted hyenas, lions, and dolphins. Solitary animals defend a territory and avoid social interactions with members of its species except during breeding season. This is to avoid resource competition, as two individuals of the same species would occupy the same niche and prevent depletion of food. A solitary animal while foraging can also be less conspicuous to predators or prey. In a hierarchy, Individuals are either dominant or submissive. A despotic hierarchy is where one individual is dominant while the others are submissive, as in wolves and lemurs. And a pecking order is a linear ranking of individual where there is a top individual and a bottom individual. Pecking orders may also be ranked by sex, where the lowest individual of a sex has a higher ranking 
than the top individual of the other sex, as in hyenas. Dominant individuals, or alphas, have a high chance of reproductive success, especially in harems, where one or a few males have exclusive breeding rights to females in a group. They're known as resident males. Non-resident males can also be accepted in harems, but some species, such as the common vampire bat, may be more strict. Some mammals are perfectly monogamous, meaning that they mate for life and take no other partners, even after the original's mate's death. As with wolves, Eurasian beavers, and otters. There are three types of polygamy. Either one or multiple dominant males having breeding rights. That's known as polygyny. Multiple males that females mate with. That's known as polyandry. Or multiple males have exclusive relationships with multiple females, polygandry. It is much more common for polygynous mating to happen, which, excluding Lex, are estimated to occur in up to 90% of mammals. Lek mating occurs in harems, wherein one or a few males protect their harem of females from other males who would otherwise mate with females, as in elephant seals, or males congregate around females and try to attract them with various courtship displays and vocalizations, as in harbor seals. All higher mammals, excluding monotremes, share two major adaptations for care of the young live birth, and lactation. These imply a group-wide choice of a degree of parental care. They may build a nest and dig burrows to raise their young in, or feed and guard them often for a prolonged period of time. Many mammals are case selectors and invest more time and energy into their young than do our selectors. When two animals mate, they both share an interest in the success of the offspring, though often to different extremes. Mammalian females, both R and K selectors, exhibit some degree of maternal aggression. Another example of parental care which may be targeted against other females of the species or the young of other females. However, some mammals may be an ant for the infant of other females and care for them. Mammalian males may play a role in child rearing, as with the tenrex. However, this varies species to species even within the same genus. 
For example, the males of the southern pigtail macaw do not participate in childcare, whereas the males of the Japanese macaque do. Non-human mammals play a wide variety of role in human culture. They are the most popular of pets with tens of millions of dogs, cats, and other animals, including rabbits and mice, kept by families around the world. Mammals such as mammoths, horses, and deer are among the earliest subjects of art, being found in the upper Paleolithic cave paintings, such as as Lacan. Major artists are known for their portraits of mammals. Many species of mammals have been hunted for sport and for food. Deer and wild boar are especially popular as game animals. Mammals such as horses and dogs are wildly raced for sport, often combined with betting on the outcome. There is a tension between the role of animals as companions to humans and their existence as individuals with rights of their own. Mammals further play a wide variety of roles in literature, film, mythology, and religion. Domestic mammals farm a large part of the livestock raised for meat across the world. They include around 1 billion, 1.4 billion cattle, 1.2 billion sheep, 1 billion domestic pigs, and over 700 million rabbits. Working domestic animals, including cattle and horses, have been used for work and transport from the origins of agriculture. Their numbers declining with the arrival of mechanized transport and agricultural machinery. Going back to the year 2004, at that time they still provided some 80% of the power for the mainly small farms in the third world and some 20% of the world's transport, again, mainly in rural areas. In mountainous regions, unsuitable for wheeled vehicles, pack animals continue to transport goods. Mammal skins provide leather for shoes, clothing, and upholstery. Wool from mammals, including sheep, goats, and alpacas, have been used for centuries for clothing. Mammals serve a major role in science as experimental animals, both in fundamental biological research, such as in genetics, and in the development of new medicines, which must be tested exhaustively to demonstrate their safety. Millions of mammals, especially mice and rats, are used in experiments each year. A knockout mouse is a genetically modified mouse with an inactivated gene 
replace or disrupt it with an artificial piece of DNA. They enable the study of sequenced genes whose functions are unknown. A small percentage of the mammals are non-human primates used in research for their similarity to humans. Charles Darwin himself and others have noted the importance of domesticated mammals in the Neolithic development of agriculture and of civilization, causing farmers to replace hunter-gatherers around the world. This transition from hunting and gathering to herding flocks and growing crops was a major step in human history. The new agricultural economies based on domesticated mammals caused radical restructuring of the human societies, worldwide alterations in biodiversity, and significant changes in the Earth's landform and its atmosphere. These are all momentous outcomes. Hybrids are offsprings resulting from the breeding of two genetically distinctive individuals, which usually will result in a high degree of heterozygosity. Though hybrid and heterozygous are not synonymous, the deliberate or accidental hybridizing of two or more species of a closely related animal through captive breeding is a human activity which has been in existence for millennia and has grown for economic purposes. Hybrids between different subspecies within a species, such as between the Bengal tiger and the Siberian tiger, are known as intraspecific hybrids. Hybrids between different species with the same genus, such as lions and tigers, are known as interspecific hybrids or crosses. Hybrids between different genera, such as between sheep and goats, are known as intergeneric hybrids. Natural hybrids will occur in hybrid zones where two populations of a species within the same genre or species living in the same or adjacent areas will interbreed with each other. Some hybrids have been recognized as species, such as the red wolf, even though now the red wolf is thought to be controversial. Artificial selection, the deliberate selective breeding of domestic animals is being used to breed back recently extinct animals in an attempt to achieve an animal bred with a phenotype that resembles that extinct wild-type ancestor. A breeding back or intraspecific hybrid may be very similar to the extinct wild-type in appearance, ecological niche, and to some extent genetics, but the initial gene pool of that wild type is lost forever with its extinction.
as a result. Breedback breeds are at best vague lookalikes of extinct wild types. As heck cattle are of the Aruks, purebed wild species evolved to a specific ecology that can be threatened with extinction through the process of genetic pollution. The uncontrolled hybridization, intergression genetic swapping, which leads to homogenization or out competition from the Hesterosic hybrid species. When new populations are imported or selectively bred by people or when habitat modification brings previously isolated species into contact, extinction in some species, especially ver rare varieties, is very possible. Interbreeding can swamp the rarer gene pool and create hybrids depleting the purebred gene pool. For example, the endangered wild water buffalo is most threatened with extinction by genetic pollution from the domestic water buffalo. Such extinctions are not always apparent from a morphological standpoint. Some degree of gene flow is a normal evolutionary process. Nevertheless, hybridization threatens the existence of rare species. The loss of species from ecological communities. Defaunation is primarily driven by human activity. This has resulted in empty forests, ecological communities depleted of large vertebrates. In the quaternary extinction event, the mass die-off of megafaunal variety coincided with the appearance of humans, suggesting a human influence. One hypothesis is that humans hunted large mammals such as the woolly mammoth into extinction. Various species are predicted to become extinct in the near future. Among them are rhinoceroses, primates, pangolins, and giraffes. Hunting alone threatens hundreds of mammalian species around the world. Scientists claim that the growing demand for meat is contributing to biodiversity loss, as this is a significant driver of deforestation and habitat destruction. Species-rich habitats, such as significant portions of the Amazon rainforest, are being converted into agricultural land for meat and cattle production. According to the World Wildlife Fund's Living Planet Index, global wildlife populations have declined 58 percent since 1970, primarily due to habitat destruction, overhunting, 
and pollution. They project that if this current trend continues, 67% of wildlife could disappear by the year 2020. journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.